Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Here's the headline. Fox News finally reveals its kryptonite. The bottom line, we got this from an aggregator, but essentially it came from the L.A. Times. Lorraine Alley, is that the one you looked at, Brandon, for our woke megameter? Yeah, exactly. On this article, I feel like everybody that's writing about it is pretty woke because they're criticizing Fox News. Hard to tell. No. I mean, it was an aggregator. It's hard to. It was from Yahoo News. I don't even know who Lorraine. I looked her up, but again, it's one of those ones where it's hard to judge it. I would be suspect of anybody being critical. Not that they're wrong about Fox News, but I would be suspect of that. So she's a writer for Los Angeles Times. She's been around for a while. Does a lot of work. Seems like a legit reporter. Okay, so if you don't know, Dominion Voting Systems, which controls a lot of the voting machines across the country, is suing Fox because of all the made-up things their host said after the election in 2020. They're suing Fox for $1.6 billion, so it's a big deal. Let me read just a section of this article. As News Corp Executive Chairman Murdoch himself said at a deposition, the central factor in his decision-making is not red or blue, it's green. In other words, not politics per se, but money, profit, ratings of the bedrock of Fox's coverage. It's a fact. It makes its way into the mix. So be it. Court filings reveal that Carlson, Tucker Carlson, like his boss, was panicked about the bottom line. When Fox News White House correspondent Jackie Heinrich fact-checked Trump's election lies in a tweet, Carlson wrote in a text chain to fellow host Laura Ingram at China Day, please get her fired. Seriously, what the F? I'm actually shocked. It needs to stop immediately, like not tonight. Our stock price actually went down. All right, so here, here's how I'd like to kind of get into this, Brandon. So if you're watching a television commercial from like McDonald's and they're advertising freshly squeezed orange juice for a dollar, does anyone go to McDonald's and think that they're going to give you freshly squeezed lemonade? No, it's a concentrate that they made there. Like, does anybody watch Fox News and not think this is entertainment. It's not real lemonade. Well, this is where I'm going to push back on you because I do think millions of people watch Fox News and think yes, that, it is, right. that I... it is news. And that's the problem. If it was just people going there for a good laugh or that it was a comedian that had their own political views and they knew that it was for comedy, uh, it would be different. But this is a major broadcaster who's claiming to be reporting the news to people. And of, of course, dude, look, CNN, MSNBC, they all give opinion. I mean, most of their news is, is quote unquote news is, is opinion, right? You can't have yeah. a 24 seven all, hour news cycle. It's a show. It's a show, absolutely. But the problem is, is that even if it's Tucker Carlson or Hannity or whomever, when they say that something is news, like say Tucker Carlson's the worst. He's the master of like, well, I'm not saying this is this, but it might be this. And so, of course, Joe and Betty Smith in Iowa are like, oh, Tucker's, it must be true because, you know, they want it to be true. Tucker Carlson, the reason this Dominion case is such a big deal is because it proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that these people don't believe what they're saying. They are feeding this red meat to their base and they don't believe it because they know it's not True. So the question is, do, well, no, number one, there's a one, there's a billion dollar question from Dominion, who's a business whose business bottom line is being destroyed by these people. So that's there's a defamation suit going on. So that's what I understand. 
Murdoch in this defamation suit comes out and says, we don't believe all that we purport to put out on the air. Why would he say that in an actual legal case? Because they've got lots and lots and reams and reams of documents proving that. So if he comes out and denies it, he's under oath. If he comes out and denies it, he's now he's now got uh, gotcha. a legal so he can... yeah he's got legal issues. So th- they're going to lose this suit then. They get yeah they're, they're going to lose. lose the suit for sure because there's just too much information. Probably what they're trying to do is work on a settlement so that they can pay and they say you know Dominion will t- take a billion dollars or whatever, but they'll they won't yeah. say yeah Fox News was guilty blah 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 right one of those situations where they. They say, we don't have to actually say we did it, but we're going to pay the money. Everybody knows they did it, but you don't actually have to come out and say it. I find it the whole Fox News thing fascinating. An Australian is controlling our mindset in America. Yeah. And and so there's this weirdness to it all that's like Fox News was a response to the fact that, that the American media had gone so far to the left that the average person had kind of like, wait, you're not speaking for me. And so they said, oh, we're going to speak for you, person in the suburbs or white person or whatever. And those people, yeah, I want my voice heard. The problem is they've manipulated that and they fed into the fears of that group. And instead of being honest and saying, hey, you know what? This is not true. They have fed into the lies of that. A big part of this whole Dominion thing is that they were, they were sort of feeding Trump all along. I mean, they fed uh, stuff to him, political things, like about Joe Biden's ads is a big part of this. Well, this article is interesting in that why would Fox News do this? Why would Fox, now they're kind of getting off the Trump train a little bit. That's because there's these other news sites like OAN and right. whatever, these other ones that are going where to the writer and wackier and they're stealing Fox's coverage. Right, well, they're stealing their people. They're stealing their dollars, yeah. their ad dollars because look, I mean, this is a microcosm of a much, much bigger societal issue. That we have, yes. we have a very large percentage. I don't know if it's forty percent or ten percent or whatever, but it's a large percentage in a country of three hundred forty million people. Millions of people want to go further to the right. They want to believe racist tropes. They want to believe sexist tropes. They want, in their core identity, they're saying this can't be true. It's no different than the woke person on the other side that's saying, you know, when they when they come up with something like, oh, every other person is transgender. Well, actually, no. It's less than 1% of 1% are transgender. (laughs) But if that makes you feel better, because you're going to buy whatever news they're feeding to you. And that's part of the problem with news in general, is that because of the 24-hour news cycle, there's no just news. Like People aren't just saying, this is the news here. So we've lost that. Why this case is so important is that it's being illuminated. They're showing this, that Donald Trump did, in fact, talk to them about not wanting to call off the dogs at the Capitol riots, right? That Donald Trump did get information. So there's a lot of legal, uh, what are the, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, they're opening themselves up to a lot of legal trouble on all sides because of this suit. Dominions just weren't trying to get their money, but they're opening up this can of worms on other things. So I've said this story before, but about six months ago, I finally could have a discussion about the election with my in-laws. And it wasn't with my mother-in-law because she would go crazy on me. But my father-in-law is like, he is a Cal-educated engineer. Yeah. Six months ago, finally calm enough to talk about this election. He's like, yeah, I don't know if it was stolen or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I to believe the results of the because election. Because they've been told that it was stolen over but my and over. Point is, here, but my intelligent person, no 
they're, they've never found any wrong suit with these voting machines. Trump's lot, like nothing has ever been found in two years to prove any of the theories out there. Yet they had somehow stoked some part of my father-in-law's brain is a really intelligent guy that there was this cabal stealing the election. So <laughs> the pro my, my point would be this. How do we get people back to not trusting everything that they hear or read? I think that lawsuits like this are a big part of it. Opening the, uh, the word I was looking for, legal exposure to these places, holding them accountable. And it's not just yeah. them. It's all of them. Holding them all accountable, right? We're going to, tomorrow's show, we're talking about Scott Adams, the, the author of Dilbert. I won't get into it, but he, he, there's been a lot of coverage about him. And I've kind of looked at it. And I'm like, man. You would swear this dude was the worst guy on planet Earth, but there is some gray area in there. So that's all my well, point is. Listen, but the point is you can't clean it all up, right? No. Fox News maybe is going to lose a billion dollars, but then OAN and these other ones will continue on. Yes, but there's a difference between so, OAN. Those are, those are web-based media organizations. Yes, they're going to take a percentage, but it's like this. Trump goes to CPAC this weekend and gives a speech. And Nikki Haley gets beat. She's got like 200 people in the room. He's got 5,000. That's a lot of people, yeah. right? And there might be millions of people that are still in the Trump camp. But there are way, way, way more people on the other side that appear not to be in the Trump camp. So are there always going to be people that are going to follow the OAN networks and Fox? Yes. But what you're really trying to do is find that sort of center line, right? Your father-in-law is a decent human being. Given the right information... He might come around to it and say, yeah, maybe I was a little bit off on that. I know I have many times. I'm like, yeah, maybe I believe that a little too much. And so I think that that's the reason why it's important to be for watchdogs of the media. You can't call it fake news. You can't call it, oh, you know, the liberal media. We have to be watchdogs of everything to, to look at it on all sides. We can't just assume, by the way, we can't assume that MSNBC and CNN are always right because they're not. They, they're selling stuff too. I think what I've kind of in the last six months I watched I talked about this before the Bernie Madoff documentary. It's okay to be skeptical about most things. Not only you gotta go around and light yourself on fire, but it's okay to like be skeptical about until they can prove you're right. Making investments, the news. You don't have to watch the NBC nightly news and go like, well, that's all real. Anything, whatever's out there, it is okay to be skeptical about. Right. The problem is that with the internet and the interwebs that you've got this sort of echo chamber that happens with people. So if I spout something, guaranteed someone's going to come on and either say, you're 100% right, man. Yeah, black people should die. Or well, yeah. the other side of it is somebody should say, would come on there and say, no, man, everyone's transgender. You just don't get it. You're like, okay, wait a second. So that's the problem. There's a little bit of an echo chamber that happens with people. Well, everybody is looking for the place that is confirming their narrative and not news. Correct. That's my point. So that's why I really appreciate these news aggregates that are starting to proliferate where they're simply saying, look, we're just going to put the article, the, the information out there to you and you can decide what you want to do with the information. Again, we are in a purely capitalist system, which makes money. You and I talk about this all the time. How do we monetize, right? We monetize with advertising. We monetize with other things. So how do you stay true to your purpose 
when you've got these forces out there that are telling you to do something different. Last week tonight, he's constantly making fun of the, you know, his, what does he call him, his his daddy boss or whatever. You know, whoever owns the network at the time, he's constantly making fun of him. But you could tell that they have conversations about the big boss, AT&T, whoever owns them at the time. It's saying, hey, listen, you got to not make fun of AT&T. He's like, well, wait a second. If AT&T does something bad, we're going to attack it. We're gonna, it's what we do. So that's the whole point is like it's always going to be a balancing act for sure because money's involved. It's just funny that this older generation, like my in-laws, baby boomers, don't know how to know what is not news and isn't news. But, but right? they didn't they grow up with that. They grew up with Walter Cronkite. Good point. But now this younger generation, my kids – like, I'm wondering that, you know, with deep fakes and video fakes and all that goes on there, they're going to have this other side of the problem that there really is going to be almost no real facts out there. Yeah. And it's going to come down to, and why I think the importance of democracy will ex- continue to exist and be there is that in a democratic system, we need to protect the masses. And so there are going to be, I mean, the, the danger is not that there won't be people out there fact checking. The danger is going to be when governments say you're not allowed to fact check. That's when it's yeah. going to be dangerous. So our kids are going to grow up in a world where they're going to have to constantly fight against somebody trying to repress fact checking. That's the most important thing is are, on all sides, are we fact checking? If so, everybody's saying we need everyone's transgender and the facts are that less than 1% of 1% of 1% are actually transgender, then that's a bigger issue than 10% of the population being transgender, right? We need to be fact checking. All right, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson, (laughs) thank you for not teaching me. And Brandon, thank you for actually teaching me today.